Erica, welcome back to Radio Tony. This is the Soul of Business with Damien Papworth. Just a reminder for everyone listening live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook and LinkedIn, the delightful Peo in the Philippines is ready to answer your questions, respond to your comments and send you links about any of the information that we talked to you about today. Now, we're running a little bit late, so I'm going to do a brief intro to Damien and we're going to get on with the show. This is the next in our series of the Soul of Business shows with entrepreneur and businessman Damien Papworth, who has a number of decades and is a serial entrepreneur. But this is his latest passion project, believing that soulpreneurs, healers, artists, and people with a gift deserve to be in business and share their gift with the world. The Soul of Business is a community and a learning platform which will help you with all the unbusiness-like things that you need to do to be a success. Today, we are going to be talking about the universal laws. Now, this is one of my favourite subjects to talk about because there's always more that you can learn And the universal laws, I'll quickly go over briefly. There's generally thought to be 12 of them. One is the law of divine oneness. And this law states that we are all connected through creation. Every single atom inside of you is connected in some way, shape or form to the rest of the universe that you move through having your human experience. Number two, the law of vibration. Everything in the universe has a frequency and a vibration. And this is backed up by science. The law of correspondence. Our lives are created by a subconscious pattern. And we repeat these every single day. These patterns either serve us or hold us back. The law of attraction, which I'm sure everyone's heard about, but it's the law of vibration in action. And it's a mirror of our self-worth and mindset. Number five, the law of inspired action. It's about taking action in order to bring about what we want in our lives. Number six, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Tongue twister there. Even the smallest action can have a profound effect. Uh, Number seven, the law of cause and effect, also known as the karmic law or the law of karma. Number eight, the law of compensation. The law of compensation is about reaping what you sow. Number nine, the law of relativity. Nothing and no one is inherently good or bad. Really interesting one. Number 10, the law of polarity. Everything is polar opposite. There's an up, there's a down. Law of uh, 11, a law of perpetual motion. Everything is forever changing. And at the moment, I'm kind of wishing everyone got this because everything is constantly changing. And if we accept that as a premise, then we'll be okay with all the changes that are happening across the world at the moment. Number 12, the law of giving and receiving operates within all of us in order to create flow and it needs to be in balance. Good morning, Damien, and welcome back to the show. Thanks, Tony. Good morning to you. Damien, why is it important to integrate these universal laws into the soul of business? Well, I guess um, that all starts with an observation that I had when I started working with uh, with people particularly in the wellness industry um yeah but more generally you know people of passion or people with a a purpose and 
you know, what I've found is that uh, we all know about these laws. We all know the universal laws and we're very good at um, applying them to um, our personal lives, our lives. And we, yeah. we find some solace in interpreting what happens around us um, quite often in, in regards to or in relation to what these laws do. And we also, you know, we find meaning and, and some, you know, sometimes a direction in what next move to make. But what I've yeah. found is yes. that when we then take all the things that we do into a business scenario, we just drop yeah. them. You know, we forget yes. about them and we end up yeah. and it's just, it's like this thing business is a complete separate thing to what we're doing and who we are, which what we're talking about yeah. last week, you know, it needs to be, you mm -hmm. know, business needs to be completely connected and aligned with what we are, but we just forget these laws and treat it separately. Um, and, you know, really, a really good example of the law of attraction, you know, when we talk about yes. what we focus on and where we put our energy, that's what we attract to ourselves, yet so often I hear the statement, you know what, with this passion project of mine, with my purpose work, I'm not really going to focus on money at the moment. I'm just going to really focus on getting into my passion and that kind of stuff, and the money will flow later. Yes. So if that's the energy we're putting out in the universe, what's going to happen? That's what you get back. That's it. So what we're doing is we're telling the universe that money's not important at the moment. It'll come later. And as we know, you know, later is like another word for tomorrow, I guess, and tomorrow actually never arrives. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and the reason why in this sort of context tomorrow never arises is because, you know, we actually need the money to, um, yeah. to develop and grow the business. We need it to come now, today. So law of attraction says money is important today, and that's the energy we have to put out to the universe. So that was one of the real clear observations that I've had through the solar business journey already, but just talking to a lot of people in the, in the industry about just what they're going through when they enter the wonderful realm of business and how yes. far removed it is from what they do every day. Yeah, and, and I, I, I know from all these weeks working with you, Damien, that integrating these laws into what you do in business is really important it actually helps you not only understand but it gives you that third dimensional sense that you're in business for a reason and that reason is inherently yours and you're you want to attract all those good things into your life and and as we'll talk about later money is neither good nor bad but it is essential for creating um, your life, the life you want to lead, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Um, the law of attraction is one that lots and lots of people talk about, um, but it's not the only law. Um, the next law is actually one of my favourites, and it's called the law of inspired action. Damien, you're an action taker. I'm an action taker. Um, what are we talking about when we talk about inspired action and how is that inspired action sustainable? Yes, so I guess this comes down to, uh, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of the things we do with these laws is, is about being intentional with what we're doing. You know, it's about creating yes. the intention, creating the vision and holding onto the vision um, and seeing how that flows through our lives. Um, but we live in a physical world. We live in a world yeah. where there's physicality, where there's things where we touch and feel we have senses and that kind of thing that are 
um, that are real. And yes. when we sit in the ethereal side of things, you know, in the energetic side of things, but don't make it real, yeah. nothing actually happens. You know, we might feel nice for a while, yeah. but at some point we realise nothing ever happens. It's actually a joke that I remember. Can, yeah. I, can I share yeah. a joke? Yeah. Um, so yes, please. It has a religious element to it, but so I'm not being offensive to anyone, so just <laughs> precluding that. But there was a, <laughs> the, the joke was there was a man who was marooned on an island and very devout mm -hmm. and he was praying to his God um, and he said, I've got faith, I will be, I'll be rescued. I know, I know you'll rescue me, God. Um, and he has faith and he's on his knees kneeling every day, praying, praying, and a helicopter flies past and he goes, oh, this is God coming to rescue me. And he watches it fly past and it circles the island and disappears and it's gone. Um, and he goes, that's right. I have faith. You're testing me. I know you're testing me. I know you're still going to save me. And, um, two days later, a boat sails mm. past. And the boat sort of hovers around a bit, has a look at the island, then keeps going and disappears. And it, you're testing me, you're testing me, God, you're testing me. And ultimately another, an aeroplane flies past, a light, light aircraft flies past, it goes away too, and the man dies. So, so what happens is he goes, he goes to heaven or because he's a devout man and he said, God, why didn't you save me? You know, I was, I was praying, I was devout, I had faith and God turned around and said, well, I sent three groups of people to come and get you. What more did you want? And the point of it is he did nothing. He was sitting in that intentional space and he didn't yeah. do anything. He didn't build a fire. He didn't wave and shout and scream or anything like that. He thought he that it had just happened. didn't swim out to the boat. That's ah. it. He didn't swim out to the boat. So, And that's the law of action. We have to do our part. We have to win in the solar business. I talk about, you know, the universe being our friend, being our partner, but we have to partner with her also. Yeah. We have to come and do our part. Yeah, yeah. And that, that for me, that that was what linked, linked it together because I've been studying this stuff for a while and that inspired action was the part that I was missing for a long time that you need to, it's all well and good to have a vision, but you need to take action steps towards that vision. And it's the same with, with business sure the wonderful big vision but there's steps to get to that wonderful big vision and sometimes in business we forget to take those steps don't we Damien? 100% and I think one of the really important things to do one of the, the things that we do with the with the solar business is there's two types of actions we can take we can do these big projective things that are once off mm -hmm. and they might have an mm -hmm. impact they might not they're not great though because once they're done they're done and yeah. we stop. what we need is a foundation of really good business habits that we do every day yes. pretty much and that's the things that we can do within the time that because all of us are time poor um so we, we've got to do it yes. within the, the time resources we have and just really positive habits that take us to the next step to the next step all the time definitely and sometimes those habits can be you might be unsure of what habits are good in business and that's part of the journey of the soul of business because it teaches you what habits are important for business to thrive and to, and survive and keep going um you talk about alchemy in relation to the law of inspired action what does that mean damien Yes, yeah, so one of the, one, we have nine very clear topics in the solar business and alchemy is one of them. Um, and obviously the concept of mm -hmm. alchemy is turning lead into gold, turning that base metal into yeah. a precious metal. And um, 
you know, the way I see that as far as solar business context is, you know, we, we come with our passion, with our craft, and a lot of it's up here. It's like this really beautiful, intentional stuff and the skills that we have and, and from our heart. Um, but yeah. to make it real, we have to do the real stuff. We have to turn it into the goal and we can do that. And when we do that, that grounds it in reality. And that's all the yeah. stuff that we need, to, all the business stuff, the business process stuff, um, you know, all the all the elements that are, you know, that belong in the real world rather than the intentional world, the physical world. That's what we talk about with the alchemy. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I, I love the way that you combine that in the soul of business um, teaching and training. It's it's really um, grounded into your mind and, and it sets a really good platform and sets business habits that are really helpful. I know I'm as Damien and I are doing these shows, I'm doing the soul of business training in the background and I just I can't tell you how helpful um, some of those habits, um, templates and tools that the soul of business provides are for me. Um, as a business owner. Um, Damien, the next one that we wanted to talk about is the law of vibration. And this is another law that lots of people are familiar with. Um, how do we match our vibration with what we want in life and business? How does this war, law work, Damien? Yeah, sure. So I think it's um, so law of vibration, obviously, is that we, we track what matches our vibration. So we can yeah. manage that to attract what we want. If we, if we start with ourselves first, we attract more of what we want. Yeah. Um, and I think there's two parts of getting this right. And the first part is, the first part is connected to setting things up right with a business. And the second part is managing ourselves and being self-aware. Yeah. So the first part, you know, we, we, come into, we come into business with a real purpose, with a, a desire to change the world. That's our vision, yeah. our vision. And, you know, that bleeds into what everyone calls our brand, you know, that essence that we have. Yes. yes. And then we go and do business and we forget all that stuff because we're doing transactions and that's a problem. Yes. So, yeah. you know, what we need to do is part of living, um, living our vibration is to make sure that this vision and this purpose actually just lives through everything that we do in work in, in our work in yes. our life it lives through everything it lives through the language it lives through the brand it lives through conversations it lives through our joy it lives through everything and you know part of that is making sure we set things up right and we we yes. name things right and you know when we get out of bed we smile because we're thinking about what we're going to do and we have an affirmation to start the day and all that kind of stuff but a yes. big part of it too is looking what we're doing like we've got a whole topic on gratitude um you know we talk about gratitude and celebration of the wins and things like that um and that's a big mm -hmm. part too because when we have a good day and we're grateful for it and we celebrate it that's actually celebrating what we want to be and where we want to go you know because we, we yeah. get these glimpses of it during the everyday life and if we stop celebrate it we sit in that energy and when we sit in that energy and we hold it and you know and I that's what you attract that's right. And I often talk about rewarding ourselves. You know, let's reward ourselves. We hit a milestone, let's reward ourselves. And sometimes it's an experience, sometimes it's a thing. Now, when we yeah. hit milestones that we're grateful for and we reward ourselves with a thing, we've got it sitting on the desk. Every time we look at it, you know, you go. we remember what we did. 
and then we sit in the energy of that yeah. and then we attract more yeah. of it then we get the next level yeah. then we get another reward then we sit in the energy of that and it's just yep. this cycle this this amazing cycle of growing um momentum yes. and abundance around us that it, it's just so important most people in business don't do that they hit it they hit a milestone they go good that's done what's next and they run off and do the next one and then they run off to the next one and then they burn out and they're going to overwhelm yeah because they never stop yeah. and sit in the energy of what they're trying to do so that's yes. the first part of vibration the second part is us and we talked a fair bit about this yes. last week with uh imposter yes. syndrome um, the imposter syndrome yeah so that's when we go into self-doubt now self-doubt is not the vibration we want to attract so because we're I know. Feeling, <laughs> and we get trapped in it a little bit we forget that it's there but we're just sitting in it and what do we do then we attract people who doubt us also and then that creates a different cycle so that's not a good cycle to go down but the, the self-doubt imposter syndrome is quite easy to handle um, quite easy to manage um and what self it never what, goes away it never goes away you have to manage it but the way you manage it is yes. um you stop thinking about yourself because self-doubt is doubting yourself it's, it's being self-centered and you go back into service yeah. so yeah. i don't know when you when you feel unhappy quite often you're feeling unhappy because we're we, we're expecting stuff um and we're happy when we're serving we're happy when we're giving stuff and we're you know absolutely absolutely it it's that energy again there's a different energy around helping people um and being of service that's that's a nice energy when you're in that energy of self-doubt or i'm not good enough it's a negative energy so again it's just a matter of swapping the for me it's just a matter of swapping the script that's running in my head from one of i'm not good enough to um how can i help someone today and i actually in line with the the coursework of soul of business i've actually started to uh, incorporate that script in lots of things that i do how can i help it's on my calendar appointments um it's on a lot of my emails how can i help because it reminds me to not doubt but to come from that place of helping and service yeah and and it's really interesting because most people from self-doubt go into what course do i need to do to get better or what do i need to study to get better or who do i need to bring into my business to get better that's yeah. that's the wrong approach it, it should just be who can i help today okay I'm, I'm feeling down i'm feeling like i don't have i'm not enough who do i help yeah. who can i help and you go find someone to help yeah. and all of a sudden the world yes. changes yes absolutely absolutely definitely work the law that law of vibration um again it took me a while to figure that one out and actually implement it so that it works Damien, the next law that we wanted to talk about um, today is the law of oneness, which is about um, humanity all being one and the idea that what we do to um, others is what we do to ourselves, which is kind of scary when you think about it. But how does this impact this law impact our lives and business? Yeah, so for me, this is, we talked a little bit about this last week also, and we talked about the Australian tall poppy syndrome. Um, And one of the things I said last week was, um, look at your relationship with how you deal with other tall poppies. Do you celebrate them 
or are you jealous of them yes. or are you yeah um do, do you feel distrustful of them you know do you how do you actually relate with other tall poppies because that'll that that's a back to the law of vibration that's what you'll attract that's so yeah that's right so this is the first thing the first thing is this like what's put the mirror up and see you know how you're looking at other people look at other people as if mm. they were you you know what's what's your yeah. response have a, i mean if you're have a look at people who are at the place where you want to be in five years that have already made it there how do you feel about them do you have that little knot in your stomach do you compare yourself yeah. with them or are you celebrating yeah. them because if you're celebrating them yeah. you're, you're in that energy if you're not mm -hmm. you're in a different energy so that's important too but Definitely. i think the main yeah, I think the main one for business, though, with the law of oneness is um, it's a, a it's an abundance mentality versus a scarcity mentality. And this comes down to do you see all your competitors in the industry? Do you see them as competitors or as comrades? Because mm. competition, the premise of competition is scarcity. Yes. So if you but see there's not an in, enough business that there's not enough business, that there's not enough clients, that, that you're competing with someone. And there's no, if you stop looking at others as competition and start looking at them as um, other helpers in the world, it, it flips that scarcity from right. back to abundance. There is enough business. There are enough clients. There is enough money. That's a better way of looking at it. And it's um, yeah. that knot that you talk about, Damien, um, particularly for women and having talked to many, many women, it's one thing that lots of us struggle with, that competition. Oh, yeah. she's doing this or she's doing that. Is it the same for guys, Damien? Uh, I, there's definitely the same. It's probably a, a different feeling of it. It's probably a little bit more sporty, competitive kind of stuff, but it's, it's still definitely there. And... Um, it's, you know, it's, it's insane, you know, like literally it's insane because yes. the amount of resources yes. and people in the world is extraordinary, but there is, it is, it is literally extraordinary, the amount of resources available to us. Yeah. But, and when I, when I look like quite often in the, the, the coursework for the solar business and with the group sessions we do and the mentoring sessions, mm. we talk about, like I ask every now and then, how many clients do you need to get to full capacity from here? And, yeah. you know, most of them are like oh, 10, 6, 4, 20, yeah. Not 18. Not big numbers. Small numbers. Mm. And mm. literally, you know, if, I, if we're talking about less than 30, that's my street. You know, it's not even it's not even my full street it's like probably four houses yeah. six houses up my street it's no one yes yet, yet we look at someone three suburbs over and we treat them as competitors you know that they, they should be helpers because we can't deal with all the all the people with the challenges that we're trying That's to right. serve There's, we need more yeah. people and you know same with restaurants yeah. restaurants are a great example restaurant one restaurant yes. in the street is a battle it's a battle to be in a restaurant business when there's one in the street when there's six restaurants in the street, when there's more. everyone thrives. They're all busy. They're mm -hmm. all busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's a that's a great example, Damien. Damien, there's a great example of of the way that you you know competition or, or it, it, it's not actually about competition. It's about you know uh, people providing what is unique to them in their business. And the more of you in that street, the better it's going to be for the people looking for that choice. 
Because right. people might, people want to work with, with Damien because they like Damien. People want to work with Tony because they like Tony. And not all my people will like Damien, vice versa. So there are oh, enough people. There is enough business. And there's definitely a worldwide abundance of everything we need. Tony, who doesn't like me? <laughs> Nobody doesn't like you. <laughs> Sorry. We love you. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> I'm going to go um, speak to all your clients now to see who doesn't like me. <laughs> okay. Nobody doesn't like you, Damien. It's all good. In Thanks, fact, Tony. I'm really enjoying they, the, the comments I'm getting about the shows are that they just enjoy the conversation so much and get such unique um, ideas about their business just from listening to the shows, which is amazing. That's all we wanted to create. Um, and again, the vibration that Damien and I are trying to put out is um, uh, it creates bigger vibration because we're working together. If yeah. Damien, Damien create impact by himself, but by together doing the shows, that creates bigger impact and bigger vibration. And if you believe um, that everything is energy, that's all you've got to do. You've just yeah. got to put it out there and it will come back to you. Damien, the next um, law that we wanted to talk about is, is the law of cause and effect. And for many people, we're really familiar with the law of karma. What you sow is what you reap. So yeah. I'm curious to tell the audience about how this relates the business and then I want you to tell me about sales seeds okay um so cause and effect this is basically I mean one of the points with cause and effect is that the universe doesn't care what you put in the ground like what you put in the ground you're going to get simple as that and, mm -hmm. how, you, and how you how you nurture it is what you're going to get so yeah. um this is why it's so important that we come back and sit in vision and our purpose you know, and mm -hmm. sitting in vision and purpose, really, really important that that flows through everything that we're doing because that's then what we're sowing and that's then what we're, you know, what we're germinating and nurturing um, and, and that's at the other side of that is what we reap, obviously, what we get. Yeah. But one of the real important yeah. things with this that I find is, um, well, this one thing that most of us forget in these industries is, what happens at the end? We don't, with our vision, we're not thinking about the legacy piece. What are we going to leave behind? Mm -hmm. You know, we're thinking yeah. about if we're if we're in massage, we're thinking about you know hands on bodies, pretty much what we're doing today, but we're not thinking mm -hmm. about you know the franchise system of you know one in every suburb through creating the, you know, yes yeah of, of all these trained people who are actually living my unique offering that I leave behind. Yes that continues to serve beyond me. So we don't actually, we tend not to build that legacy piece into our vision. Um, so when, mm. when we don't do that at the start, we don't reap that at the start. It's not what we create. What we create is, you know, the, the battling little one man, um, which maybe it's something that you really want. Yeah. You just want to do the, the massage, but. And that's okay. And that's, that's okay. okay. As long as it's an aware choice. It's a choice made in awareness, not because we didn't think about it. So that's really important yeah. with the sow and reap. One of the things that makes this work, um, and this is the scary part of it, what are you prepared to let mm. go? Because you need to let go of things to make what you really want 
work. So what, yes. what are you prepared to let go of? And, you know, one of the really interesting um, elements of this is, I'm not sure if you're up to that, that um, module yet in the, in the course, Tony, but I, talk with, I hear a lot about people who have principles and people have values. Yeah. When it costs them money, they go away. They don't have those principles mm. so much. They try to, you know, sweep it under the rug a bit um, yes. or try to explain it away a little bit. But, you know, principles and values really important but you only really know what you hold true when it costs you something you know when you have to give up something and Absolutely. yeah and i talk about sometimes about the you know over a three-month period we we you know sacked about half a dozen clients which cost us half a million dollars in revenue yeah. so that was a big decision to make um but the yeah. clients that we sacked were not they were not meshing with our business well because they were um you know, their vibration was wrong for us. You know, they weren't That's good right. clients. They were just, they were doing things that wasn't great for our business, wasn't great for their business. Mm. So we let them go. Um, and, mm. you know, basically cost us half a million dollars revenue a year. So that's not just once off, that's every single year. Um, yeah. But the point of that is, you know, talk about cause and effect, what you sow, you reap. You know, we made that back in eight weeks and, we and made that's that about telling that's about being clear with the universe that this is not the type of client customer or person that i want to work with another amazing principle in business decide who you want to work with and be very clear you do not have to work with everyone you do not have to provide your services to someone who's obnoxious and once you make that very clear you'll stop attracting those people won't you Damien like in your Absolutely. business you stop attracting those people and you also when you make these decisions you also give up to the universe I mean that's inspired action you give up to the universe these are gone now here's some space you can fill it, fill it with these people no. so thing to do though we have to acknowledge that those those things are not always easy and yeah. and it's not always going to be easy but there comes that faith and belief that if I let go of this then something else will come and you have to know that the, the energy of what you let go has to be replaced by another energy make that good good people good clients good energy good karma yeah correct so that um that also the reason why they're hard to let go this probably brings us yes. to the kale seeds um yes but the reason why we struggle to let go is because we attach ourselves to outcomes um and in the, the courses of this thing we're attaching ourselves to a scary outcome of not having enough of scarcity again we let go of these yes. clients there's not going to be enough yeah you know, and that's a scary, yeah. a scary place to look into. And it hasn't happened yet, right? This is just a, yeah. a myth, a, a fiction we've created in our own mind it that is. there might be enough in the future. Mm -hmm. But we've attached mm -hmm. to it, so we don't make these decisions. Um, yeah. And this is one of the things that is really important, the solar business journey, is that we don't attach to outcomes. We approach everything with a real sense of curiosity. And it's super yeah. hard. It's super hard, yeah, but it it's super it, hard. It is, but it's a discipline we have to um, we have to grow and have to work on. Yeah. And that was my kale seeds. Yeah. I wanted to grow some yes. kale. <laughs> yeah. 
So I just got, I went down to, I can't remember what shop it was down the road, but I got this little indoor, little punnets with seeds. And oh, yeah. Yep. They can grow yep. them on the, on the kitchen shelf under the window. And anyway, I set it all up, followed the instructions perfectly, and there's 12 little punnets and one grew. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was pretty frustrated. Um, and it had all its instructions. Like it had a little plastic top of it, so it made a little um, yes. little greenhouse kind of humidifier. Thing. Humidifier. Mm -hmm. And then once the once they spurted the once the original seeds, you know, shot, you're supposed to let a little bit open because I think they get mouldy inside. Yep. It's a little bit open to let yep. some air in and the others. And when they're all sprouting, then you take the plastic cover off completely. But anyway, I had one going and I'm shifting it off and then nothing else is happening, nothing else is happening. So what do we do? Um, you know, if we're attached to outcomes, we go, well, the rest of the seeds are crap and you end up with one kale plant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if we're actually approaching things with a sense of curiosity, what we do is like, well, I wonder why that one grew and the others didn't. And that's what yeah. I did. So what I did next was um, out of the 11 punnets left, I change the depth of the seed like i've got all new seeds because it's still lots in the packet and yeah. i've had some sitting on the surface yeah. some a little bit under some deeper and so forth what i found is three spouted after that and they were the ones sitting yeah. on the surface so what i did with the remaining um eight punnets is i've just put a seed on the surface of each of those and now i've got 12. um and yeah. that's that's a big thing with um with cause and effect you know the cause was mm -hmm. how deep were the seeds and the effect was whether they grew or not. And the link that yeah. made them both work is my sense of curiosity rather than attachment to outcome. And that's so important in business. Oh. And Tony, you, you'll, you'll see with the, yes. the solid business, we keep going back to well, what worked, what worked, what worked. What didn't yes. work? Yes. So often we've got stuff that doesn't work, which is cause, and we keep doing it because it's habit. And so part of big part of what we're doing is what's not working, stop it. What's not working, stop it. What's not working, stop it. I was, it's something that works. Can I add, can I add for the audience, when Damien and I first met and we were having a general discussion about business and I was talking about um, a, a bad experience with um, an overseas marketing uh, team and he just said to me, what was working before, go back and do that. And it was such a valuable lesson that here I was trying to uh, use and develop something that was uh, bigger and better or supposedly bigger and better when I should have just gone back to what was working in the first place. So I've done that and things are so much better. And I, <laughs> it's such a simple concept, but I needed someone to say to me, what was working before, go back and do that. Yeah. If something's so, working. It, yeah, so the, the point drive, with that. Yeah. Yeah, so the point with that too is, I mean, one of the, this is, that was after that exercise, that was when I got my first excited text message from Tony. Tony keeps sending me, yep. oh, you wouldn't believe yep. what happened. I just needed to talk to someone and I'm the lucky person that gets all those. I needed to talk to someone text and I, I love it, just that excitement. Yep. But, but the point with that is that, you know, I think one of the, the the learnings out of that kind of experience is what we do is we, we do something that works really well, then we want to build something bigger yes. to make it work better. Yes. And so we go and do something different though, something bigger and different and more expensive, whereas all we need to do is yes. amplify what's working. So by yes. amplifying, like bringing resources oh, into right. what's already working, that's what makes businesses Definitely. grow. 
Yep. Yep, absolutely. And, and I, I can tell you firsthand that that is exactly what I did and I have seen the results and Damien, Damien knows. So that just what works, keep doing it and just put more resources into it. And another thing that Damien taught me was to that thing that's working, put more resources into it because it's working for you and that's a very individual thing in business. You, you, What's working for you, keep doing that because that's individual to you and your business. It's not going to be the same for all businesses, but, yeah, do what works best. Um, the next law that we wanted to talk about is the law of perpetual transmission of energy, i.e. nothing is static or stays the same. And Damien, you link this law to marketing. Why is that? Yeah, I think there's, um, I mean, part of this law is basically you can literally create anything that you want out of thin air, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've and seen that. Can. Sorry? And you can. You can, absolutely. absolutely. I've, I've, seen, yeah, I've seen miracles in my business based on this law. And yeah. But what I think makes it work is true surrender so true surrender not giving up surrender but putting the intention out there and expecting it to come back no matter what happens um trusting the universe partnering with action but trusting the universe to give you what you need and i think without that real concept of surrender it doesn't work um and this is what marketing is if you think about what marketing is in a um law of action inspired action we're putting Mm -hmm. our messages Mm -hmm. and our intentions out into this thing called the advertising world and then we're waiting yeah see what comes back yes that's surrender that's perpetual transmission of energy that's trying to create something that doesn't exist by putting you know (laughs) intentions out in a a globally acceptable format that brings brings to us so um but it goes beyond that. So when we talk about marketing in the solar business, we talk about surrendering your purpose. I think it's a much mm-hmm. better, much more intentional way to talk about the process of marketing Definitely. than what marketing, I don't even know what marketing means. It sounds like walking down to the local flea market to get your veggies or the farmer's market. But um, yeah, the concept <laughs> I of... Have to, I, the, I have the words are important now. though. Sorry, Damien. <laughs> I know, but I can't get the... Um, Scotty from marketing hashtag out of my brain. <laughs> yeah, I know. About marketing, which is really bad. Funny. Not great. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, our prime minister uh, has a background in marketing, and one of the popular trending hashtags is Scotty from marketing, um, which is a negative connotation. Um, so I'm trying to get that out of my head, but yes, that. Uh, Marketing has negative, some, for some people, marketing has negative connotations. So if you flip that and talk about it in the way that Damien does, that actually works better for lots of businesses. But for me, it does. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So do you want to hear one of my miracles that happened in business along yes, with potential transmission of energy? So I was going through a really tough absolutely. time. Absolutely. Um, this is probably about eight or nine years ago. I was going through a tough time in business and I got to the stage, first time ever in business where I was where I was feeling, I can't see my way out of this. I don't <clears throat> I don't have the tools, I don't have the business knowledge or wisdom to work my way out of this. 
I just remember yes. I, was, I was just standing on my balcony having a cup of tea thinking about this. I put my cup of tea down and I, I just said, you know, <laughs> it's time for you to step in and give me a hand here. I just, I can't work it out. I, I need a hand. I'll, I'll put it in your hands. Um, and I think I might've had a manifestation crystal with me too. I've got this crystal that's got a yeah. crystal growing. I think I was holding that at the time. One of my friends told me to hold that. And that's, that's served me well over the years, but literally I just put it out there. I was, I can't find, I don't know how to fix this. Um, I need a hand. Yeah. And two days later, one of my old bosses sent me, connected with me on LinkedIn and said, um, you know, Damien, you know, I've left that old business. Uh, I sold out. I've got a bit of money. I'm looking to invest in a business. I see what you've yeah. been doing. Um, I've, checked out over the last nine months a number of businesses and I either don't like their models or I don't like the business people um, who want me to invest in their businesses. Um, we, had a, we had a wonderful career together. Can I invest in yours? And basically that investment turned around within a week and there was a large sum of money in the business bank account which gave us the breathing space to work everything out. Two days wow. after that moment on the balcony. When I gave it up, I wow. let it go. I didn't sit with us. I said, please help, complete surrender. And that's that created that, you know, I always just remember how that was created out of nothing. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I have to agree and just let the audience know that I've been a, in a similar space not too long ago. I did the same thing. I was thinking, this is just not working. This is just not. And then I was introduced to Damien. Hey. So, <laughs> I like this one. And Your story is way better than mine. Is. Oh, no, but like I was at that point, Damien, I'd had a conversation with my accountant and said, I don't know if this is, I, I, this is not working. I keep making mistakes that are not good for the business. And, and, and she just said to me, Number one, she actually said to me, I believe in you. I believe in the model you've got. I believe in the, the way that you do things. I believe in you, your vision, your strategic found. Everything is just fine. I'm really, I've got someone I want you to introduce, want to introduce you to. I think you two will get on really well. And that's when she introduced me to Damien and Damien introduced me to the soul of business. And things have gone really fast from that point. But I got to that point of, oh God, I can't do this and just went. And then there's Damien. And I have to say, from Damien, I just every week now, there's another new thing of wonderment, a new connection that is really blows my mind. And I don't text Damien all the time now because I don't want to. <laughs> Damien, this happened. Damien, this happened. But I will. Yes, <laughs> I, will I like them. They keep me going. I know. There's more and more things that have happened and that's goes back to that energy once you start to surround yourself with the right people and the right energy it just all starts to flow and the connections start happening like people that you can't imagine the people that come into your life with a solution a suggestion or an offer that blows your mind mm. that's what these laws are about we're all humans living, um, we're all spiritual beings living a human experience and we want to live that best life. And that's what the universe wants for us. It wants a good life for us. 
So just just an unprepared tip though, Tony, just linking all that together yeah. back to when you're talking about, you know, every single day brings you someone new and a new idea. We can connect this back to the law of oneness and the law of action. Do you want, do you want yeah. my tip? I, yeah. I wasn't going to share this because yeah. it's part of my secret sauce. Um, but every time you have a business meeting secret with someone, sauce. that's it. We've got some secret yeah. sauce through the, through the course. Um, but no, every time you have a, a business meeting with someone or a, a meeting relating to business, you should close out every meeting yeah. with two questions for the person. And the two questions are, do you have any ideas for me? And is there anyone you think I should meet? Yeah. Your world will change if you ask those two questions. Exactly what happens. A meeting yesterday with an amazing businesswoman. At the end of that meeting, she had an idea for me and introduced me to her CEO and said, I'm going to work with Tony. You guys work out how that works. How so, brilliant is that? So all these things, they happen intuitively. When we're told about them, we realise that they happen. The idea is for us to amplify that now by partnering with the universe and making that happen. So there are two questions on your yeah. script now is... Inspired anyone, action. Yeah, that's it. Anyone I should meet? And do you have any ideas for me? Really simple, yeah, but it'll change the world. Fantastic. And I'm surprised that that's what happens intuitively. Again, once you start working in um, the universal laws and applying them to your life, they all start linking together and all start creating this amazing energy that I never knew existed. Um, and again, it just started with a conversation with Damien and I was worried about meeting Damien because he's this really successful, amazing human being and businessman. And who was I to sit and meet with him and it's been an just an inspirational journey um going back now to the laws of attraction before we run out of time the next one is the law of compensation which um it, it, again another big learning curve for me this year but it relates to receiving and we for me learning to receive has been really tough and I'm really good at giving and I love giving and that's easy for me, but receiving is still hard, getting better. Yeah. But Damien, tell us about the law of compensation and why it's a cycle of energy. Yeah, so law of compensation is about giving and receiving and they need to be in balance. You can't do one without the other It's yeah. and it's it's karmic, you know, it's karma. When we talk about money, we talk about, um, you know, reflected value or, or you know, karmic exchange. Um, and it's really important and you know i think one of the things which is uh, particular to, to our industry is that a lot of us feel we're in service and we have trouble receiving back so we give stuff away yeah, we give too much away um we don't price ourselves properly and we don't receive the resources that we need to actually yeah. serve properly which means we can't give yeah so, you know, the thing about receiving and giving, if it's energetic, energetics are flow. Whatever we do to create a block to that flow is going to be problematic. You know, other industries, people have a real issue with giving. There's no better yeah. or worse giving or receiving blockage. It's still a blockage. It's got you know, to be balanced, I mean, hasn't it? It's, you've got to be open. You've got to be a conduit. You know, you've got to be a, 
you know, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. And it's, if it doesn't flow, you can't create. Um, so what are some of the blockages? You know, I'm not worth that. Who am I? Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. So going, going back to the law of attraction and how this works in, you know, one of the things that um, one of the um, mentoring 10-minute sessions I had with, with our community, we're talking about, well, one of the questions was, how do we price? How do we price this new event? Um, mm -hmm. And I had a formula which I could give everyone, but all these yeah. formulas, they have an underlying assumption. Um, and the underlying yeah. assumption for this pricing model was how much are you going to pay yourself over the year, how much, which is how much are you worth? And that's, that's the underlying yeah. assumption. And I knew that like, literally three people standing next to each other doing exactly the same thing, one person would have the assumption of 60000 one would be 90000 and one would be 350000 And that's how the prices would, would, um, would flow. And they'd all sell the same amount of product or yeah. service. <laughs> one would do really well. But that's, yeah. you know, that's the underlying assumption that actually creates that mechanism. And back to compensation, you know, it's a value statement. You know, how much am I expected yeah. to come in? Because that's how much I can get out. You know, if you've got 350000 coming in this year, you can start training apprentices. You can start, you know, having healing mm -hmm. retreats. You can reach more yes. people. You can have more impact. Yeah. You can give more. But if you're expecting yeah. fifty thousand, you know, you'll be you'll, you'll be oh, working yeah. in your, the back room at your at your house, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So yeah. that's how compensation works. What are the blockages to this energetic flow? Quite often, it's us in here. Um, yeah. And we need to bring awareness to that and uncle unclear blockages we have to unblock the things and a lot of us have um, money blocks that have been instilled in us from childhood a lot of them around scarcity not enough um and those phrases that we hear um another dollar another day those sorts of phrases are not helpful are they damien look i think there's after I've, I've had people tell me that in a previous life they've taken a vow of, of poverty that is flowing through into this life so where it comes from isn't as important as knowing it's there bringing awareness to yeah. it and then changing it yeah yeah awareness is the key though isn't it damien you can't, of everything. um if you don't have awareness around a blockage or a thought or or something you can't change it once That's you've right. got awareness and that comes back to that curiosity um again i'm like damien i'm insanely curious about everything everyone and that's what drives my um often my conversations with people i'm genuinely curious about you your life your business that's why I'm an interviewer because I love people. I'm curious about people. I'm curious about their stories. I'm curious about their business. And that in itself raises lots of awareness in me. And I'll go, oh, okay, that's a good point. You can probably yeah. do better there, that sort of thing. Um, and that whole cycle of energy just continues yeah. round and round and round. Yeah. Yep. So when, we, when we're aware, so in, we see cycles yes. that we can recognise and change. When we're not aware, we yeah. just we're in automatic mode and nothing changes. We just yeah. automatic. Yeah. 
And that awareness, um, so you have up and down cycles. Awareness means that when you're in a bit of a down cycle, you know that it's going to go up again. So you just yeah. breathe and go with it, surrender, release, and know this is coming around again. It's cycle. This is what is going to happen. Damien, the final law that we wanted to talk about is the law of relativity, which is all about challenges. And I've just looked at the clock and think, oh, my God, we've probably got like one minute. I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. Um, I guess relativity is we all have challenges. We all face um, issues. There's no good and bad, right? Like I think yeah. some of the most amazing, brilliant things that have happened to me in my business career have, have been the phoenix rising from the ashes. Like literally the, the bigger yes. the disaster, the flip side of that coin is the bigger the, the yeah. win if you have the mindset to maximise the value out of every crisis. You have to do that. Absolutely. But literally Absolutely. there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. There's just where we are now and what it's teaching us. Yeah. Absolutely. Damien, um, that's the end of our show for this week. But next week, we're going to be talking about the framework of the soul of business, aren't we? Which is a really exciting space to get to. Um, just quickly, in talking about the framework, what are we going to talk about? So what we'll quickly run through is basically similar to what we've been talking about so far, but more in the context of how it's delivered as a um, as a training program, a business mentoring a training, program. Yeah. Um, and it's got yeah. a lot about the stuff that we want to create within our hearts and within our souls, and then a lot about how we go about it. Fantastic. I can't wait till next week. Um, we are out of time again um, on The Soul of Business. You've been listening to Damien Papworth. I'm your host, Tony Lontis. Join us next week for another amazing Soul of Business show. Uh, if you want any information, jump onto radiotony.com. Uh, Damien's links and information and how to connect with Damien and The Soul of Business and get yourself onto that training program will be in the live chat and also on radiotony.com. Join us all live next week for the same time. Damien, thank you so much. Bye for now. Bye.